Welcome to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. I am your host, Amber Wyrock. As the owner of a successful social media and digital marketing agency, I have scaled my business, grown my team, and established my place in my market. Now, I am ready to bring that expertise to emerging and developing social media managers, virtual assistants, and aspiring agency owners. On this show, I teach practical tips, provide dependable resources, and of course, share inspiring stories to help you build a solid foundation for your own business. If you're ready to grow your online biz and not just create another job for you to do, you're in the right place. So let's dig in. Hey there, friends. So I am coming to you today for a little bonus episode and wanted to dive into a topic that has just really been heavy on my mind lately and wanted to just share a couple of insights on how to make this happen. So when I was first going into the workforce, I had an employment package or contract, I guess, and inside of that, it would detail my days off. Now, at that time, it was a certain number of vacation days and I had a certain number of sick days. And, you know, vacation days were for when I was doing a planned vacation and sick days in theory were for those like unexpected days, right? The days that you woke up and you were sick and maybe doctor's appointments, maybe. I don't even know if that's something that you could do for sick days. But eventually in the workplace, you started seeing this transition from separate vacation and sick days to PTO days, which really in the long run was so good. As that mindset started to shift, it created this awareness that having paid time off in general should be for us to decide what we use it for. If that's part of our contract, if that's part of our employment, it's a benefit that we have. And it shouldn't really be dictated or relegated to certain activities or tasks during that time, right? So it was good. It, that was a good shift, a good transition. I'm not saying every employer got that or understood it, but that was a really good transition. And now you see people who, if they need to take a day for mental health, if they need to go to a doctor's appointment, if they need to, they're going on vacation with their family, whatever that might look like, they're able to use their PTO for that. And they have a certain amount of PTO to use and that's theirs. But (laughs) what happens when you are the owner and the operator and it's your business? What happens when you work from home and you're still having to crank out work because there's really not any PTO? I don't really get paid time off. You know, it's all relevant to how much I work, to how much time I put in, to how much effort I put in. So it's a little bit hard. And so that brings up this conversation on how to really care for yourself, how to invest in self-care, real care in a virtual world. If you are a VA or a social media manager or an agency owner, you are running an online service-based business. I am telling you right now, this is an important topic that we have to talk about. And you actually have to have a plan because as I have discovered, it is easy to suddenly look up and be like, I have cranked out 50, 60 hours this week. I'm working on the weekends. I'm taking my computer when I go on vacations. If my kid is homesick, I can't be fully present with them. I am running myself ragged. So I want to talk about self-care, but I want to talk about it in really super tangible ways, not for like bubble baths and spa days and, you know, soft music in the background. Not that that is bad, not that that is wrong. If that is your way of unplugging and doing some self-care, 
go for it. But I think that it's so much deeper than that. And it goes so much further than just, I'm going to run myself a hot bath. I think it, it is so much deeper. And I have these really important 10 ways that I want to talk about self-care in a really real tangible way, especially if you are running a virtual online business. So the first one, and this one I cannot say enough. I talk about it all the time. Set your work hours. If you've not done this yet, you need to do it. Identify it, put in your email signature. My clients had to do a sign policy and procedures because then I wanted them to acknowledge that they received this and they know what our hours are. Set your work hours and then stick to them, okay? Stick to them. The second thing that I would recommend is to create a workspace that you love. If you're spending this much time in this place, get your workspace exactly how you want it. And I'm actually going to do another episode talking about this where I want to share some photos of my workspace and how I have created a space that is all mine. Anyway, figure out your workspace. Um, The next thing is get out into the sun when you can. And I just talked about the lighting in my room. So I definitely understand that that can be hard sometimes, especially if you live like I do in the Midwest where it is um, dreary a lot of the times during this time of year. It's not fun and it's hard. But when the sun is out, I actually the other day, my husband texted me and he was like, the sun's shining, go stand outside because he knows how much I need that. So get out into the sun. You work inside at a desk. It's easy to not see the sun for days on end. Go out when the sun is out. That brings me to the next one of move your body, okay? Sitting at your desk, sitting at your kitchen table, wherever you do your work, it's easy to look up and go, oh, I have sat here for the last eight hours. So schedule in time to do that. Today is actually, the day I'm recording is a beautiful day outside. We don't get them very often in the middle of February. So I'm actually planning around lunchtime to get up out of my house and go for a walk around my block because I need that sunshine, I need that fresh air, and I need to move my body. The next one that I think really, really helps with caring for yourself is to find a tribe. So in a work-from-home environment, especially as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, it is easy to get very singularly focused and feel like you are all alone. That was where I found myself about a year ago. I was like, I love working for myself, but I am lonely. I am isolated. So I started investing in relationships. I started going to online coffee chats. I started connecting with people in the DMs. I started doing Zooms with them. I've even met with people in real life um, at a freelance exchange, like a networking group that gets together. It's been so beneficial, so helpful. And having a tribe has truly helped in my own self-care to not feel so alone, but also have people that understand the work that I'm doing and understand when I need to process something with them. Another thing that I have done is I've gotten help. So I have hired a team that has been so huge for me. You may not be in a place where you're like, I want to bring on some help, but maybe there are just seasons when things are busier and you need to outsource some of your work or kind of subcontract to another VA. Consider having people kind of in your back pocket, in your team, on your tribe that could do some of those things for you. There might be times where it's really intense and you're burning the candle at both ends and you just need to do some outsourcing. There is no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that is caring for yourself. The next thing is to find an outlet. This is a huge one for me. 
This goes along with moving your body, but I love to work out. When I don't work out, I can tell, you know, not that I wake up every morning and I'm excited to go work out, but I always am glad that I did. The adrenaline that I get from it, the endorphins, all of that. And so your outlet might be something different. You might love to craft. You may love to read. Whatever that is, carve out time for that. Because when we start to lose sight of the important things that we love to do, and probably a huge reason that we decided to start our own business anyway, we start to forget the why, right? We start to forget that piece of us. And so for me, being intentional about putting in that time, putting in that effort, that has been a huge piece of self-care for me. I also love to read. I can very easily lose myself in a book. I love doing that. So making sure that I have the time and I carve that out That outlet is so, so important. Another idea is to change up your scenery. So you may create an office space that you absolutely adore, but that may not be someplace that you want to sit every single day, all day. So go to the local coffee shop. Find a place that you can go to the park. Wherever Wi-Fi is, you can work, okay? That's kind of the whole point of doing this. So get yourself out there. Get a change of scenery. Change things up for a day here and there. It can be so beneficial to your mental state, your self-care, all of that. And then these last two are super important. So they're going to sound similar, but they're not. So one is to unplug. And I'm not talking about when you do the next one, but I'm talking about just regularly. I know social media for a lot of us is a huge piece of our business, but it also can be so time consuming and we can just kind of fall into this trap of the constant scrolling. Turn it off, guys. Unplug, turn the phone off, set it over to the side, play a board game, whatever that might be, but just go offline here and there. Make a plan to do that. And then the final one is do a vacation for real. Okay, don't take that computer with you. Don't check in, notify your clients, let them know that you're going to be gone and then truly take a vacation. Now, this is different than an unplug. Yes, you are unplugging for a vacation, but this is that time of reset. This is that time of rejuvenation. This is that time of like prolonged unplugging. So you got to do that. You have to plan that. And honestly, I did that this last summer in the summer of 2022 as the owner, but I took my very first vacation where I left my computer at home. I didn't even have it with me. I completely unplugged and it was amazing. And it was so good for myself, for my team, and honestly, to really set some precedent for my clients too. So these are the areas that I think we can be more intentional to really care for ourselves in a virtual world. More so than just the bath, more so than just the manicure, pedicure. Trust me, I love doing that. I love going and getting my hair done, all of those things. But I'm talking about these regular, tangible things that you can do to truly help you care for yourself as a business owner, as a work-from-home mom, as an entrepreneur. Taking care of yourself is important. And if you don't, no one else is going to. So that's all I have for today for this bonus episode. I will catch you in the next one. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know about it. We'd love to personally connect with you as our listener. So please take a moment to send an email to info at sociallyinspiredmanagement.com and let us know what you love about the Inspired Biz, which episode has impacted you the most, and what you'd like to hear more of. 
We also have a wide variety of resources available to you to help you get started in your own business. Check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com for a full list of those resources. Finally, if you're ready to take your virtual business to the next level, check out the link in the show notes to set up a coaching discovery call. I would love to talk with you about your goals and how coaching can help you reach them. With that, until next time, stay inspired, friends.